Right. We are joining you again with our H2O podcast. And you will recall that we had had some presentations of the GIZ Cats Wasco Kawasa project that was looking at institutional strengthening institutional and organizational strengthening for the water sector particularly Wasco and regional utilities and so we have come to the end of this project or at least nearing uh, we started off last year November and we had in our previous podcast give you an overview of some of the workshops that have taken place. So today I have with me Mr. Mandel Alse of the Strategic Planning Department at Wasco, Mr. John Overbeck, one of the consultants from Como, one of the consultants on the project, and Mr. Tim Timo Schimmer of the GIZ technical team based in St. Lucia to have a conversation on the progress that has been made with the project thus far. So I'm going to start with Mr. Mandil Alsi to bring us up to date from where we left off last July. I think we, in September we had a, a session that brought participants from Belize, Jamaica, St. Vincent and the Grenadines, St. Kitts and Nevis, um, St. Lucia, of course, and Dominica. And I think we also had um, invited the BVI participated. So could you just give us a little update on where we are? Uh, thank you, Mr. Jean, and good afternoon to our listeners out there. <clears throat> um, as Mr. Jean already said, this consultancy started in November last year, um, and it took the form of several missions. Uh, to date, we have come to our final mission, which is mission number 15, um, just looking to wrap up a lot of the work that have been done by the consultants um, on various topics, including network management, hydraulics, GIS and asset management, and of course, organizational and institutional strengthening of WASCO through lots of training. Um, from our last conversation in SEP in July, um, we had a second regional training in September, um, trying to focus a little more on the measures that we can take um, to reduce non-revenue water across the region. Um, so a lot of the training material covered in that workshop covered stuff like maintenance, um, pressure management, looking at stuff, a little bit of hydraulics, um, looking at how we operate our valves, and of course working with HDPE pipes. Um, from then, we've also had a institutional strengthening session with the organizational development expert, which basically looked at executing our food non-revenue water consultative plenary, which is something that we've implemented where we update our staff and our stakeholders in terms of the progress that we've made on our non-revenue water initiatives. Um, that workshop was held in October. Um, I must say the feedback was, was great and it has helped us in terms of pushing through towards the finalization of the strategy and of course the development of a budget um, for the non-revenue water strategy. Um, right now we are in mission number 15, um, wrapping up with the 
project coordinator, Mr. Overbeck, and we are hoping that uh, from this mission, basically, it will serve kind of like as a relaunch for a lot of the things that we, we were already doing or we were probably needed to, to hone or to enhance that will kickstart, use this momentum to just relaunch a lot of stuff that we have been doing um, to achieve that overall goal of reducing non-revenue water um, in St. Lucia. Right, thank you, Mr. Alsey. Uh, I know that uh, Mr. Jan Overbeck has done um, several missions to St. Lucia, and he has been, even when he's not in St. Lucia, been liaising with the rest of his teams coming down and trying to keep the project on course within time and, and within um, scope. So I'm going to ask Mr. Overbeck to tell us some of what um, he has, what they have achieved in, in this project and his own um, vision of where he would like to see some of the recommendations that he has made uh, for the project to be successfully completed. Um, because completion is not just um, the, the life of um, doing the reviews and the reports. It gets with, with the implementation. So I'm going to speak with, ask Mr. Overbeck for some of his comments. Uh, thank you, Mr. Jean. Uh, my name is Jan Overbeek. I'm from Consul Aqua. Uh, and together with Como Consult, we are carrying out this consultancy. And uh, for the past year, a little bit more, we've been working with uh, our friends in, uh, and our colleagues in, uh, in Wasco uh, on a project which mainly aimed to prepare Wasco to carry out its uh, non-revenue water strategy. Uh, and what we've tried to do is to um, provide Wasco with the tools and uh, the instruments and uh, the strategies and the approaches to implement uh, that non-revenue water strategy, uh, which is one of the strategic priorities of the, the company. So we've had uh, about uh, 15 missions of more than 10 experts uh, who were all involved, uh, mostly technician, technicians. We had hydraulic experts, we had network management experts, we had GIS experts, organizational development experts. Um, and our activities have focused in four areas. One is the, the area of organizational strengthening, uh, <coughs> where we worked with Wasco and then tried to, to um, uh, achieve some change, uh, change from uh, a more reactive, uh, a more ad hoc approach um, in the operations to a more proactive and systematic and uh, structured uh, approach. Uh, for that purpose, we have developed a quality management uh, strategy uh, for the organization, and we have developed a number of SOPs, standard operating procedures, on some of their key processes. Uh, and what we hope and what we expect is that these, uh, these processes, uh, once they are fully uh, uh, taken up and embedded in the organization, will help the organization in, in, in um, working in a more yeah, systematic uh, and organized uh, manner. Uh, we are hopeful that this will be achieved. Uh, the SOPs have been approved. Uh, the managers uh, who are in responsible for these are uh, enthusiastic and, and uh, some of the SOPs are in full implementation, we know, and in some areas uh, still some, uh, uh, it will take some further time. So that is um, 
uh, with regard to, to um, uh, organizational strengthening. Uh, we've also uh, done a lot of work in, in impro improving um, the network management, partly through these SOPs. Uh, we've carried out many trainings on, on hydraulic management, on DM uh, and district meters uh, areas, DMAs, um, and, and the approaches involved. Uh, uh, we've worked on, on GIS and asset management. Uh, uh, so, all in all, I think the, the project had, has uh, produced in, in within the period of one year uh, a large number of tools in the form of reports, of recommendations, of trainings, of guidelines, of SOPs, uh, standard operating procedures, uh, which can be used by WASCO uh, in its non-revenue water action programs. Um, it's now very much up to WASCO uh, to start using our materials and uh, today we had our final workshop and we made action plans uh, how these uh, uh, results can be used and, and should will be used within WASCO and I hope uh, sincerely that, uh, uh, that they will be useful to WASCO. Thank you. Right. Um I also have with us, uh, Mr. we also have with us Mr. Timo Schimmer of the GIZ, uh, as f who was coordinating the whole technical cooperation, and he would give us his perspectives about the project. He has been here in St. Lucia with us over the last 12 months as well, and I think he's also ending his tour of duty shortly. I know that he has enjoyed St. Lucia himself, so he can give us some perspectives on the project and um, words from his department. Thank you, Mr. Jean. Um, from the perspective of the CATS program of GIZ, we can look back at the long history of collaborating with VASCO. Our first um, well, project that we worked on together uh, started in 2014-2015 with a consultancy project um, relatively similar to the one that we just conducted or that we are just about to finish. Um, at the time, we were looking at um, technical capacity building um, more more um, extensively than, than now. Uh, and with this experience, we agreed to develop a follow-up program uh, with VASCO, uh, looking at institutional and organizational aspects of the organization, and at the same time also include uh, regional water utilities. What we realized from discussing with VASCO and just from uh, collaborating with uh, stakeholders in the water sector is that non-revenue water is a tremendous issue for uh, both VASCO and also all the other water utilities in the region. So we wanted to address this uh, problem not only from a technical perspective but also from an institutional um, standpoint. So over the of course, of quite a few months, we sat together with Vasco management and staff to develop um, a terms of reference to develop a project, which ended up to be a project um, containing more than 400 person days within the period of one year. And um, we already knew that this would be a tremendous task for, for Vasco and the other utilities to, uh, to tackle or to, to collaborate on with us and um, still we decided to continue and work with Vasco uh, on this on this big project. Looking back on the on this last year now, uh, I must say and I must compliment Vasco for um, all the input that was provided all the time that um, the managers and the staff spent with us 
and the consultants in particular, of course, uh, on this project in order to improve the um, situation of the high levels of non-revenue water. As it was already mentioned, we had 15 missions um, conducted, looking at four, four thematic areas. Um, we invited a total of six partner utilities to uh, two regional um, events where um, specific topics were, were addressed um, in a very comprehensive manner. And uh, through the help of Kavasa, we are also now distributing um, all this knowledge, not only through the workshops we had, to, uh, through the two workshops we had with the other utilities, but also through uh, the institution of Kavasa to the region. And by that, we hope that um, challenges such as non-revenue water in light of climate change uh, can be addressed effect effectively and efficiently by the water utilities. Um, so... I would, I would uh, hope that all the deliverables produced, uh, the tools that we produced together with the consultants, will help uh, Vasco and the uh, utilities to, uh, uh, to be strengthened and to step into a, a future that um, is not that much challenged by high levels of non-revenue water, but um, is characterized by a high service level to the uh, customers of the respective utilities. Thank you. Right. Thank you. Uh, but I also have another um, role here because the project also looked um, included Kawasa, not only in bringing the um, partnering with our regional utilities on Wasco, but there's a component that was included in this project to deal with Kawasa's um, concept of looking at a virtual um, center for excellence. And, and I think um, we had... Um, a paper, a, a report was written on that component by the consulting team. So I'm going to ask Mr. Overbeck to just give us a synopsis of, of what he recommended. Uh, yes, that, uh, that indeed, Mr. Jean. Uh, thank you for, uh, uh, for raising uh, this issue. And uh, indeed, one of the, the activities we undertook uh, in the project is to assess the feasibility of uh, establishing uh, a center of excellence uh, uh, for training and for sharing of knowledge and skills um, in the in the CARICOM region and, and also certainly also in the region which is covered by the Kawasa utilities. And um, what eventually what we found is, uh, well, that many of the utilities uh, which, who are member uh, of Kawasa uh, are operating quite isolated in their own country. Uh, and they all have um, similar training needs uh, for, for their staff, uh, which is quite specific. And Kawasa is the... Uh, umbrella organization uh, is, is, uh, would be a very suitable organization to coordinate and to support and act as a catalyst for, for uh, a kind of training and knowledge sharing program uh, in the region. Uh, now, of course, we all know that uh, the resources for training and, and capacity building are limited. And therefore, we have tried to find a cost-effective approach. And uh, we think if the utilities and Kawasa are willing to work on this, um, uh, they could make use of, of um, web-based and, and online uh, facilities. Uh, they could train uh, uh, training of trainers task force on different subjects who could be used to train 
uh, utility staff in the various countries uh, of the region. Um, and so altogether it's, it's a low-cost approach and very practical approach and also for the development of materials we think there, there are a lot of materials available uh, from various organizations uh, the American Waterworks Association uh, and, and many other organizations provide training materials also the strategic alliance for um, uh, water reduction uh, sorry water loss reduction uh, is such an organization. So uh, there's, there's plenty of scope uh, for Kawasa to act as a catalyst in such a program, together with its utilities. But it's important that uh, Kawasa and its utilities uh, unite on this uh, and, and show a joint commitment uh, to get something like this uh, going. So we've uh, prepared a proposal for that purpose and uh, well, we hope that Kawasa will take it to its members' utilities and will get the support to get uh, this initiative going.